Hello, fellow Rubble Capitals. Hope you're well. So, my goodness gracious, oil is absolutely crashing. Let's go right over to some charts and check this out. And then let's try to connect some dots and try to figure out what this price action means. Go right over to CNBC and we can pull up a, a five-day chart. That's what I used for the thumbnail of the price of oil. Look at this. In the last three days, it's gone from roughly $76, $77 down to $69 in three days. That is a staggering drop. So you guys know where I'm going with this. The oil market is predicting recession. <laughs> That's what this means. But before we get into that, let's go back in time just one month to another CNBC article. Oil prices notch biggest gain in nearly a year after OPEC's surprise output cut. You guys remember this. If you don't, here it is. Key talking point. Oil prices soared. This was one month ago. After OPEC Plus announced it was slashing output by 1.16 million barrels per day. The voluntary cuts will begin in May, so they've already started, and run until the end of 2023. Saudi Arabia announced, saying it was a precautionary measure targeted towards stabilizing the oil market. So in the mainstream media in the United States, all you got is, oh, well, this is this is um, active geopolitics against the United States. How dare they? They're purposely increasing the price of oil to make it hard for the Biden administration to fill up the uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve or another... Uh, narrative that you heard is, well, now the Fed is really, really screwed. What are they going to do? Because inflation is going to skyrocket because the price of oil now is so high and the price of oil is going to 100, then 120, then 200 because of these OPEC cuts. And this is going to make the Fed's job very, very difficult. I know that because if we just go right back here, I Google it and that was the other or one of the other Stories that came up right here. Headline, OPEC Plus just made the Fed's job more complicated. Here's what it did. The Fed's job more complicated because by the price cuts or the production cuts, excuse me, price goes up, inflation goes up, Fed has a harder time bringing it down. What have we seen? Going back to the price chart, and then we'll get back to this article. Going back to the price chart, let's go back to a three-month and you can see where the price of oil was and what it was doing when OPEC made these cuts. So the price of oil way up here, and then it just crashes down again. And then OPEC Plus comes out with this announcement roughly a month ago, and the price skyrockets up to $83. I mean, it went up in just a couple days. It went up by that much. And then what has it done since then? It's just plummeted, and then over the last couple of days, it has literally crashed, gone from $76 all the way down to 69 And when I looked at it earlier, it was trading at 68 point something, a 68 handle, which is basically where it started when OPEC made the announcement to begin with. We've gone complete round trip 
So why did they come out and announce that they're not going to move forward with these cuts? No. It's that the market is realizing that regardless of their production cuts, the economy is going to be so bad, the global economy, that demand is going to completely crash. And although the supply side is very constrained, that is absolutely true. And over the long run, that's why I'm so bullish on oil and I'm so bullish on commodities. But in the short run, over the next three months, six months, maybe a year, I think the demand side could get absolutely pummeled to a point where prices could go down even more. And hopefully, hopefully, oil can get to the point where I would consider it cheap again. Because that's when I'll back up the Brinks truck and buy, 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 buy. <laughs> like I did in March of 2020. Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Got a quick question for you. Are you someone that realizes we are headed straight for an economic recession, maybe even worse? Do you also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom, liberty, and privacy on a daily basis? We've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies, and it's not a matter of if we get them. It's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you, the rebel capitalist, find solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments. That event is Rebel Capitalist Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event, it's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond. Go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. But let's get back to the article here. You guys remember what happened. And by the way, I want to point out that Saudi Arabia, not that you can trust them all the time, but it seems like they were actually telling the truth because what they're saying here is that this was a precautionary measure. Okay, so what that means is we see the global economy slowing down. So what we're going to do is we're going to reduce production now so that when demand falls, it's going to be more in line with production so prices don't absolutely crash. And then, of course, in the mainstream media, you hear the complete opposite. That this is all nefarious. But it seems like they were telling the truth. And it seems like they were they had a pretty good crystal ball here because they needed to hike those prices just, just or they needed to slash production. Just think if they would not have slashed production, where would prices be? I mean, I'm no oil expert, but I would guess they'd be a lot lower than 68. I mean, they'd probably be trading in the 50s, which I would love because that's closer to a, a, a buying opportunity. 
But getting back to the chart here, I think what we need to be cognizant of, and let's go back to let's go back to a five-year chart. And we know that oil got down into the negative, you know, negative $38 a barrel. I'm not looking for a price like that. But what I am looking for, historically, if you adjust for inflation, when oil gets below 30, that's when it's cheap. That's when you want to go, and that's when you want to buy, 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 buy. And that's what I did back in March of 2020. That's what we were talking about on this channel, uh, on the George Gammon channel, rather. So I don't know, because of the supply side, I don't know if I would still consider that cheap. I think I'd have to adjust a little bit for supply. But boy, if, if oil came down anywhere close to 40, I think that's that's really, you got to take advantage of that opportunity. And it's not that oil won't go down further. That's not what. That's not the game I try to play. I just ask: Is it cheap or is it expensive? And if it's cheap, just buy it, regardless of where you think the price is going to go short term. So this is to, to me, this is great news, and I think it's great news for the. Well, I'm not going to say it's great news for the economy because on one hand, it just proves that the economy is in dire straits right now, and everyone is just starting to realize that. But it also is a good thing that the price of oil is coming down because that's going to act as a little bit of a buffer. For heaven's sakes, you can imagine what would happen if we go into this economic recession or economic depression with oil, the price of oil actually going up. That, that would exacerbate the problem tremendously. But that's what we got to pay attention to right now. All of these commodity prices. I want to focus on oil. I want to focus on coal. I want to focus on natural gas. also want to focus on copper. We've seen that come down recently, not as much as oil, because what these prices tell us, these are the price signals that we need to try to figure out the probabilities of what is going to happen next so we can set up our portfolio accordingly. And right now, pretty much every single price that you see in the economy is screaming recession, if not economic depression. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. Make sure you check out Rebel Capitals Live. Get your tickets ASAP. There's only about a week or two left. See speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Jeff Snyder, Brent Johnson. If you want the insights on how to prepare for this economic tsunami that's coming our way and how to Prepare by maybe taking advantage of some opportunity in the commodity space like I'm going to. There's no better place to get educated and get that edge than Rebel Capitalist Live. We'll see you soon on the next video, and I'll see you in Orlando, May 12th through the 14th at Rebel Capitalist Live. Get your tickets, rebelcapitalistlive.com.